if you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. You want answers? I think I'm entitled to You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you. Carry yourself with dignity and pride. Demand the best from yourself and be totally unafraid to challenge entrenched interests and failed power structures. Alright guys, welcome to episode 12. I am your host Ray, this is Qtars FM, and we are now doing video as well as audio, which is super exciting because you get to see our beautiful faces. <laughs> I'm with Gabe, Gabe is here again. Um, I know you guys really love Gabriel and his input, and I love having him with us, so thank you Gabriel for joining me again on another one. Happy to be here. So I just want to let you all know that you can find us on hopefully multiple places once I get my act together. But right now you can find us on YouTube if you just search QTARDS FM. I have no idea how long that might last. It might last two days or it might last two years. Who knows? Um, also Rumble as well and hopefully Bitchu. But we will still be doing audio. So if you make sure that you are, I think you can subscribe on Spotify, right? I don't know, I don't have Spotify, but you can listen on Spotify, even if you don't have an account, you can do it. Uh, you can just listen on the browser. And the cool thing is that when you back out, it still plays, which is, which is awesome for me. Cause whenever I'm driving, I'm just like, oh, please. I just want to be able to, you know, back out and keep driving and listen to all these cool podcasts. So yeah well we've got a lot to cover with this one it's been a while i think it's been i think was it like two weeks ago gabe when we did our last one the bamboo gate yeah something maybe even longer three weeks i don't know yeah yeah there's a lot that's happened since then yeah there's a lot that's always happening right now it's pretty crazy um and then your birthday you, you had a birthday and you went to two rallies right yeah we're going to talk about the rally that we went that I went to on Saturday, um, at some point during this party. But I just, I am absolutely aghast. Like I, I'm completely shocked at how many people were there and how many people have woken up. It's it's completely amazing. Like I did not think that I would ever see that many people in the UK standing up. So, and all over the world, right? Like you was posting to Gabe, like all of the people in Canada and um, what was it like? Uh, Germany, Greece, um, can uh, yeah, Canada, Australia, uh, France, uh, Switzerland, Netherlands. Um, probably more that we don't even know about because it's all hidden. The news won't cover it. Yeah, it's not a fucking surprise. There's only 50 people, just 50 conspiracy theorists walking around confused. We have no idea what we're doing in every country weirdly all at the same time right synchronized um okay so uh i want to go over what we're going to be covering in this episode because well first of all we want to make it 
about an hour because me and Gabe have a tendency to kind of go off on a tangent which I know a lot of people don't mind but we're going to try and keep it a little bit less than two hours <laughs> which is our usual thing um we're going to be talking about some positive news because there's a lot of negative news going on and you know we do cover it because and I post and as well Gabe does I see him on his profile now even if it's you know uh, on his personal profile in his stories there's a lot of things happening and it's not nice but we feel like we have a kind of like duty to cover it um, even though it's not necessarily the best thing that's happening right now so we're going to go over some positive news we're going to talk about the brainwashing that's happening in the news we're going to be talking about Gabe's adventure which can be seen on the right side of his face right there <laughs> and we are going to be talking about what it means to raise your vibration and also that this is World War 3 and touch a little bit in Israel and Palestine as well so that gives you an overview of what we're going to be talking about and let's start with that good news so hopefully whether this is definite or not the UK is the latest country to say that they're not going to be uh, pursuing and going forward with the vaccine passports hopefully and the two other countries before that were Israel after obviously creating this uh, divisive society and Denmark have also said they're not going to do it so I know a lot of people have been saying things like oh don't believe this it's probably bullshit we know that the fake news talk a lot of shit you know, they chat a lot of shit Lisa will like that that little one there but they do talk a lot of rubbish and do we believe it for me personally my quick opinion on that just before I ask you Gabe what you think is that it's a defeat to them if they have to write that up I don't know why or what they would gain from writing it up because they've been pushing for the vaccine and people to take this vaccine for however long now and I feel like if they wanted to keep pushing for it they could keep threatening us with these passports so yeah it's good news if it's definite but I suppose these are all just kind of rumours that are floating around etc so yeah let's get your take on that Gabe what do you think about what the implications well we can talk about the implications of a vaccine passport anyway but how good is it that we've heard that there are numerous countries now that are saying no to this i think that people are first off realizing that this pandemic wasn't as bad as it could have been and that they're starting to realize that millions of businesses have been shut down over a virus that the average death rate is the exact same death rate average as uh, any other year in the u.s it's 78.6 the average death rate of covid is also 78.6 and regardless of how deep down the rabbit hole these people have gone i think they're getting sick of it and a passport for medical vaccinations is over the top uh, never before if you go to africa it's smart to get certain vaccines but you don't have to they're not going to check you for them. You can still travel there, but you probably should get certain vaccines. But now with this vaccine passport, they would have complete control over what you do, where you go, 
and if you're allowed to, and even shopping. And I mean, it, it's such an abuse of human rights. It's a, it's the very start to a Chinese type CCP communist level control. It, it's, and I I don't even know if many people realize that part, but I I think they are just realizing that the it's not necessary, and um, too many people are denying it and. The countries, if they keep trying to push it, more people are going to be outraged. Just like Denmark. So you said 20% were vaccinated and 80% were not because they chose not to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they would have kept pushing for it, they they, they started... I think the citizens would have stood up to this. Um, way back in, I want to say December... Uh, Denmark was the first country to try mandating vaccines, and the entire country went on a boycott for nine days. And the government finally gave up, realizing that these people will not uh, submit. They're not going to submit to an experimental drug for a virus that's not that deadly. And I think that's happening all over the world. Yeah, and whether or not you know we're having this impact in the uk as well just an example this this news came out after the rally on saturday um people are gonna say no and at the end of the day you know and we talked to and i've spoken to multiple people who don't really understand where we're coming from it doesn't if you take everything to do with covid away medical history like it's really difficult I could not ring up, for example, I couldn't ring your doctor up, Gabe, and ask your doctor for your medical history. They would say no and put the phone down. Like, Mm -hmm. what what do you think you're doing? And now it feels like everybody can just walk around and go, have you had the vaccine yet? Like, it's none of your fucking business. Like, it's none of your business whatsoever. And and it never will be. And, And it's interesting that you say that about the vaccines to go with, you know, going on holiday to Africa and that kind of thing, because that's one of this you know the straw men that a lot of nurses and stuff bring up like did you get a vaccine to go on holiday and um there are so many reasons and like this is just to remind people i'm sure a lot of people who are listening know this already there are so many reasons why someone wouldn't get the vaccine it's not just because they don't want it it's not just because they just you know they're selfish there's so many reasons why they don't want to have it it could be that they're trying for children it could be that they're potentially already pregnant because obviously if um, a woman is trying for a baby she might not necessarily know whether she's pregnant or not yet why would she get a vaccine in the middle of that you know especially like you said Gabe it's an experimental drug and that's the thing that we need to keep reminding people for me that's it I was saying the other day to mom like might go down to one of the vaccination centers and stand out with a sign and just have a sign just say one thing that this is a trial because nobody seems to understand that it is Um, and we're the labyrinth mm -hmm. did you know they canceled animal testing because too many of the animals were dying Mm -hmm. i mean it's just so crazy to me that most vaccines take five years to develop and this has been done in nine ten months i mean it's just if people want to get it that's their choice but that's the whole thing power of choice power of will so if you want to do something for yourself great do it but don't try virtue signaling and pressuring other people and shaming them into doing 
the same thing you are. Exactly. Uh, that's the classic example. Like, if your friend jumps off a cliff, would you? Hell no. If he wants to jump off a cliff, I mean, I'd probably try stopping him like I have with vaccines. But I'm also not going to follow him. And I, I, the, the leftist logic aren't connecting the dots between these two paradoxes. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't seem to be able to connect the logic um, with why it's wrong to pressure people into doing something like this. Exactly. But um, the good news is that the vaccine passports don't seem to be going through. There are about 10 states here right now and a couple more in the U.S., I mean, um, that have completely banned the idea of vaccine passports. Minnesota is not there yet. That's where I'm based. But we have completely relaxed on mass. Everybody kind of seems to be acting like the virus is over. You still get some of those people who don't know how to think for themselves wearing a mask outside, but it's not very common anymore. I know, isn't it crazy? <laughs> well, I mean, but no, that it's good. I, I, the thing is, and I've said this, I don't mind if people wear it inside in a shop. Like, if 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 you want to do that, but same it, thing. Wearing it, wearing it outside, like okay, yeah, free will. You've got the choice to, but then jogging <laughs> in it, like, <laughs> why? Um... Oh my god. And you know that one of the things that I've noticed recently is that most of them seem to not know how to wear one. So you know the surgical ones? I see the white white part of the mask that's supposed to be the bendy part over the nose underneath people's chin and I'm like, dude. Dude. (laughs) Like you you don't even know how to fucking wear it. Like, never mind actually understand what's happening. Like, you don't even know how to wear it. Anyway, yeah, that's great news. There's there's some good news there with that, even though we've just talked about, you know, we've had another rant, but we can have many rants on this on this potty. So, yeah. Well, this comes back around to to my encounter, actually. Oh yeah. Well, um, well, everyone. Well, wait, Gabe. Let me just let me just welcome you to. Oh, thank you. To the Black Eye Club, Gabe is now part oh. of the Illuminati. As you oh, can man. see, he's he's been smacked in the face, and he's got that black yeah, eye. Adrenochrome. It's adrenochrome I'm, I've been using. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't even say that. A lot of people aren't yeah. going to know what that is. And, but, and um, so it's also not a joke. However, I, I mean, no. you know, there'll be some people out there like, "Ooh, are these guys shills. These guys are infiltrators. Why are they talking about this Black Eye Club?" But no, yeah, this is. Um, we're going to welcome Gib into this because he's been on an adventure that we're going to find out about. I mean, it's it's quite... I was severely impressed with it, but he's going to tell us about it now because I think that... Well, there was multiple things that happened, right? But yeah, just go for it. Ignore me. I'm, I'm absolutely murdering this. So you, you go for it. You tell <laughs> us about what happened. You know, they usually use that phrase in a good way, and I'd say it's correct. You are murdering it in the best way possible. Um, So it's two things, and I want to emphasize it was a really positive police experience. Um, And the other is that the leftist ideology is absolutely insane. My story about getting punched in the face isn't that interesting, to be honest. Um... I went to Madison, Wisconsin, one of the most, probably the most liberal city in the entire Midwest. And uh, I was visiting my sister's apartment 
and I camped out in a nearby park. People do it all the time. And I was bar hopping with a friend in a group, and I kept checking back in. And this group of gang guys, it was a gang. I mean, it, it was a gang. They kept, they were fighting, and they kept backing up closer and closer. And I kind I was pretty far away. I kind of just waved my hand and said, hey, there's a parking lot nearby. There's a lot of people here, college students, and uh, can, can you just not bring this here? And he came up right near me. I kept backing up. He sucker punched me, and I uh, kept backing up. I kind of said, why'd you do that? Um, I love that you got punched in the face and you were like, why did you do that? <laughs> no, yeah, that was my initial reaction. It was just a punk. Like, it was it was a dumb kid. And uh, so I kept backing up and finally he got up right in my face again. So I hooked his right leg and I dropped him and I booked it because we were right. I was probably 15 feet or five yards or meters. You guys go by meters. Uh, away hey. from the main street. Hey. Huh? We have a really confusing measurement system. We have half imperial and half metric. It's fucking weird. Anyway, I, I know yards, Why? okay? I, I get yards. Let's go yards. Okay, yards. Anyway, I was right near main street. And so I wanted to just get somewhere public because I was pretty far away, but he had a whole gang of friends um, 10, 15 yards away. And I didn't want... It could have gone a lot worse. Um, uh, and I didn't want any of that, and my phone wasn't working at the time, so I looked this one woman in the eye, and I said, call 911, which is our emergency number, I don't know if that's the same there or not, but, um, and she had a shaved head, uh, with a beta male-looking boyfriend, scrawny as heck, no offense to him, I'm sure he's a great <laughs> guy, but, but... Else, though, he wasn't the type of guy to be like, oh my god, that guy just got punched, I gotta stand up for him. He was mm -hmm. the kind of guy to sit back in a little scrunch-up corner. And so I said, call 911. This guy is causing trouble. Uh, he's clearly inebriated, on drugs, drunk, I don't know what it is. And she yelled, can I swear? I can swear, right? We yeah, swear all the time. Yeah, go for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, she yelled, Fuck you, you just want another black kid shot by the police. And I looked at her, I'm like, no, I just got punched in the face by this guy without causing any violence. How this fucking guy, dare this you? Is the huh? How fucking How dare, dare you? you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had a little exchange, and um, she said, like, it would have been better if you would have been stabbed by him. And it was just. It blew my mind, but I wasn't going to deal with that, uh, so I went away, and about ten minutes later, uh, the police showed up with him in the back of a squad car and said, hey, is this the guy? And I said, yeah, and he was already wanted for, like, five or six other things. He'd been causing trouble downtown. No fucking surprise. And so he's, he's in jail for a long time, but this woman, she was so anti-police that, and she was white. Like, she, she was also white, and she thought, for some reason, because a white man was assaulted by a black man, for some reason, I deserved it. Uh, and it's that leftist ideology where whatever... I don't even know. I don't know how to explain her thought process. Like, why... I don't... I'm not fully... Like, the police need reform, and they need help and funding and training. Mm-hmm. And they're not perfect, 
but there are we need them it's just they're not perfect but in this case this is what we need them for and she was still like screw you uh let the gang hop you yeah, i so, don't know so i mean the question is is if that guy had have gone even more insane i mean he he assaulted you that's enough to make sure that he was arrested yeah but yeah. would you would you have wanted a social worker to turn up to that call gabe me yeah <sighs> no <laughs> please say no no i don't well to be honest i i didn't have a phone so i wasn't i don't even think anybody called the police that's um so that's so bad i wouldn't have, i would have walked it off i really would have just walked it off and not done it i wouldn't even call the police because that kid has so many problems he's got to figure out i really don't want to we have a big jail and prison problem too so i ha i'm sure he had a bad childhood a bad family uh older brothers and sisters got him into the gang didn't graduate high school like i actually feel bad for him so i would have just walked it off like hey i just got a black guy that's fine i'm alive um he'll go cause trouble somewhere else and his own karma is going to come back to him i wouldn't have actually done much of anything um as long as he didn't fuck with my tent that's the only thing i cared about i just didn't want him messing with my tent that's so, um, that's such a beautiful outlook like I, I i mean i would have been like yeah i want this fucker like i wanted to go to jail for life not that you'd go to jail for life for that but and you're just like oh you know well he's probably had a bad life and but but the fact that nobody tried to help you in that situation is just astounding to me and like you say is yeah. it potentially because a virtue signaling if someone can virtual virtue signal so hard that they have no empathy for your situation whatsoever because guys anybody who's watching can see gabe's eye right i've seen gabe's eye when it happened and I never thought he'd, his eye would go back to normal. Like, it was... <laughs> it was black. I'm surprised he, I mean, could you even see out of it? Like, it was just like... it was. I couldn't at the beginning, yeah. He, he needed a, a patch. No, we needed to see it. But and, and I said to you, didn't I? I was like, oh, you know, like, I'm really kind of... Did I say proud? I was, I was pretty impressed with the fact that you stood your ground, though, in that situation. Because... A lot of people wouldn't and you were just like oh I, di I didn't do anything and you know he's just mr humble but there are so many people that would not have um i guess the backbone yeah yeah for that exact same reason though is why nobody else stood up uh where was that video i think it was in brussels where that one man was completely peaceful and there was a whole group of over 10 police uh beating him up just because he stood his ground he wasn't inciting violence was it the one but who, in Brooklyn, he, yeah he like read the constitution i think i'm not sure oh, maybe. maybe anyway go ahead but there was a group of people there was a group of people that stood up for him and started filming and taking videos and were yelling at the police like hey what are you doing why are you doing this to this man um, the United States is not like that in general, at least not in Minnesota or in the Midwest. We're very turn a blind eye, unfortunately. Um, like we want to live our own life and we don't want to get messed up in somebody else's trouble. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, um, yeah. You want to live a peaceful life. You don't want to be harassed all the time by fucking insane liberals. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I, I, it, it's sad that that's the way it went, but um, I'm not surprised. It's just the way it is. Um, but no, this this woman, it's the crazy left, and I'm sure that she was the same brainwashed person wearing a mask in the shower. <laughs> Do people do that? I, I... <laughs> do, people, do people do that or do they just do that for TikTok? Is that real? I have no idea. I don't think like a, a lion does not sh think like sheep. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, right. Okay, if that's if that's a thing, just I I'm checking out. I'm checking out from the, <laughs> this planet, and I'm leaving. If that's a thing. <laughs> no, but, um, the, the, but the, go on, go on. Well, it's these type of people who are so indoctrinated to the system that they think abolishing the police is a good idea. These are the same people who post black squares in their profile pictures because they think that'll actually help the movement. Or the same people who are yelling at you for not wearing a mask outside in the sunlight. They're like these type of people who are indoctrinated to whatever the media propaganda system tells them, these are the people pushing their agenda. And I get that these people are angry at the system, and they're probably... It's sad because they're angry at the system, but so are we. We actually should be on the same side. Yes. But they are uh, a little bit too lazy to really do their research, or I don't know what it is, to be honest. I... They just... Uh, yeah. I've kind of I I my opinion, and it obviously doesn't speak for everybody, but they're angry about. So the system has taught them to be angry, right? So we know that. But not not only have they taught them to be angry, they've taught them to be angry with themselves for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever. Whether it's from their image to, um, the way they think or anything like that. So they are just angry, and they're angry. A lot of the time I'll be honest with themselves they don't know why though because they, they feel like they're not um, enough and a lot of us feel like that because it's, it's ingrained into us to feel like well you're not enough you need to work harder and, and the thing is that everybody as soon as they are they come on into the onto this world onto this plane they are enough like everything about them is enough they are completely divine and unique but these kids, um, the ones that don't break out of that, are angry. And so it comes in every... They are so easily manipulated by the media, so easily manipulated by friends, uh, family, um, all of that. It's just insane to me that there are so many of them with that mindset. It's kind of scary. Um, that girl that did not help you and did not, you know, call anyone or do anything to help you in that situation when you were a victim of an attack is completely insane to me. Like, it's it's kind of so insane that it doesn't compute in my mind, which means, like I said to you when you told me, I was like, she's a demon. Like, she's... How can you possibly have the thought process of not helping someone? And or possessed by some sort of spirit, de de demon. 
Right, because, I mean... She, we can all, yeah. Demon attachments are a thing. Like, I, I don't care what anyone says. We can put the exorcist yeah. on the TV and they can make it fiction. But demon attachments are definitely a thing, like, all over. And yeah, she probably was, like... Just thinking about the fact that she saw on the news earlier that Black Lives Matter and this guy hitting you in the face, his life matters, so yours doesn't. It's, it's just gross. Um... But something that happened recently. Oh, I want to hear about the police as well. I did say, didn't I? Like, oh, the, the police that, that you spoke, the policeman that you spoke to after you was like super chill. Did you have a beer with him or something? Not with him, but like you were like cracking open a beer and having a chat. Uh, I don't know what you call these policemen, but they're they have horses. They ride around on horses, and so I got to hang out with the horses for two, uh, probably an hour or so. And I still had my beer, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be honest, that's my beer sitting down there, can I go grab it? And we had to wait for the medical examiner, and then we waited for the squad car. So the horses, the horse policemen, I don't know what you'd call them, pulled up, asked me all these questions, got a statement from my friend and another person down there. And then we hung out for an hour with the horses and just talked, and he was a really cool guy. Uh, the woman was too. Um, I asked how he got into the police academy and why uh, he came from a tough upbringing, and he grew up on a farm with a bad father. I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was a good experience to me. And then the medical examiner showed up and looked at my eye, and she's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have a black eye. That's it." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Thanks for telling me. Oh, I figured up. that." Um, and they brought him out of the squad car. Can you identify him? Yeah, that's him. And, um, they gave me their cards and went on with their night, probably making the place more safe. So, it was a really good experience. Mm -hmm. no, that's awesome. Um, you were about to go on with something else, though. Well, before, before I get into the, the anniversary of George Floyd's death... If, right. we're if we're talking about defunding the police, like you mentioned, they need they need funding to reform. So how do we break that circle? Who knows? Let's talk about just really quickly one of the leaders and the activists in the Black Lives Matter movement, which is an, organi an organization, um, leaving and being like, "Bye, you know, see you bye. I've got my three houses now in a white neighborhood, and I'm doing one. See you later." Um, what's her yeah. name? Is it Patricia? Patricia? I, don't, I don't even know what her name is because I don't want to remember mm. these people's names. There's too many names to remember. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it even matters to look it up. Yeah, so they're like, defund the police. And everyone's like, woohoo! Defund the police! Yeah, I get it. I'm white and I want to agree with a black person that we need to defund the police. And they don't really think about the consequences of defunding the police. And defunding the police means no one is going to come to your house if someone attacks you or burgles you or whatever the fuck and it I, i'm just like completely astounded that people can't link that up they have enough like joined up thinking to think if something happens to me who do i call it's like the oh and the woman who was defunding trying to defund the police and then something happened and she's like quick call the police and i think it was her dad uh, who said, you just said you wanted to defund them. Now you want to call them? Every yeah. time. And how many videos, her name is... Yeah? How many videos have we seen of them being like, 
attacked Antifa yeah. or Black Lives Matter and they're just like, oh my god, where are the police? It's like, you don't want the police. What the fuck's your problem? Fight your own. But they can't fight any, they don't know how to fucking fight themselves. Like, they've got no fucking idea what day it is. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Her name is... Patrice Colors. Colors. Or something. Yeah. And uh, she raised over 70 million. People also don't recognize that Black Lives Matter's founders are pretty much all Marxist and trained, and they don't even know what Marxist means. What does it mean, Gabe? It's like a... Tell our viewers. It, it is a violent uh, anti... Oh, what's the word? Um, anarchist group who believes in communism. So it's like the worst version of a community. Right? You heard about Chad and Chaz, the, the city-state founded by Black Lives Matter out in Washington and Oregon. Mm -hmm. It's like a commune. Huh? I was going to say, where's uh, George Floyd Squares in your, uh, where you're from, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Is that, a... is that a zone? Is that an autonomous zone that they've taken over and the police have just allowed it? No, no. Oh, okay. Remember, you saw the police shooting. Right, yeah, this is the, where we're going to go, right? So the one year, one year has passed since George Floyd's death. We're not going to get into George Floyd's death. However, people and news stations were um, covering it, and there was a drive-by shooting, right? I don't know whether anyone died, but it doesn't matter. We're talking about black-on-black -black crime here. This happens all the time, every day. Children die uh, more often than adults die. Nobody talks about it because it doesn't fit the narrative of being this crazy set of white supremacists that are killing black people, which just is not even a narrative that should even exist because it's not happening. Um, there was a drive-by shoot in <laughs> when the mainstream media were there in the square. And on my television. They were like, oh, oh. <laughs> Bullets! <laughs> they like ran away and that was that and I don't even I mean I saw a few articles but it wasn't like for me, in my opinion something like that let's just imagine a white supremacist drove through George Floyd Square on the day of a year a year of him uh, dying it yeah. would be worldwide news everywhere everyone yep. would know about it and not only would they know about it we'd all be posting a square. Everybody would be posting a square because some white supremacists had shot more black people, but because black people can pull up and shoot black people and potentially kill them, no one cares. So you either care about black people or you don't care about black people, but don't pick and choose just because the perpetrator might be different. Like, it's just insane to me. Like, it, the, the action is still the totally. same. It's just insane. It is. It doesn't fit their inflammatory inflammatory narrative. It won't enrage their emotional. It won't fit their emotional outrage narrative at something so that they don't pay attention to whatever else is happening in the world. Uh, I do want to say though, the black community has been uh, specifically the people descended from African American slaves. Um, have been mistreated mm -hmm. and but right now if this whole thing hadn't happened that was actually going really well and we can also talk about well not today but 
the CIA were trafficking drugs into the African-American community, and the imprisonment rate skyrocketed when rap music got big and started talking about drugs and the gang life and, oh, it's so cool. And I don't know what part of the system, well, Hollywood and the music industry, but they, there is something to be said for how society or the powers that be have orchestrated their economic and social development. There is something there, but it was improving a lot. And now this is a shame to see. Like I talked to my friends who happen to be darker skinned and a lot of them don't support the Black Lives Matter movement because it's not about Black Lives Matter, it's about chaos yeah. and hating the system. Yeah, and, and almost all of the money doesn't go to black communities, right? It's right. it's gone to like the DNC and it's gone to um those three houses that she has. <laughs> and now and now she's like, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like what? And she left. She left the organization too. Yeah. She stepped down after she's got it made. It's insane. She, um, it's just insane. So Part of the funding from this all came from figures who had, like George Soros, for instance. What, what are you looking at? Am I not supposed to bring up his name? That's, yeah, that's he who, who shall not be named. Oh, he shall. G.S. Um, so there are figures who profit from social turmoil. And he is one of them who instigates it. And he was funding a lot of these organization groups, specifically the Marxist training camps and mm -hmm. uh, militia groups involved with Black Lives Matter. And in the same way, there are big powers. I mean, I want to bring this down to Israel and Palestine, but we don't have to. But George, basically, there are people with incentives to create destructive environments and propaganda and he's one of them and unfortunately these people don't understand who they're being manipulated by like they're not the ones profiting or gaining from it he is mm -hmm. and it, yeah and it comes down to like lack of knowledge and understanding of and the like understanding of who owns what and who is involved with what and it's complicated, it's messy, you have to do a lot of research. Well, actually you don't because it tends to always come back to the same fucking people every time. But um, mm. most people just want to live their, their life, going to work, going out at the weekend, um, just ignoring what's happening. However, like for me, if you're going to do that, don't question us. But the ones that are doing that are the ones that are like, how fucking dare you say this, that and the other. And it's like... We do this all day, every day. Yeah, we would have no other reason. We're not getting paid to tell you this. Like, literally, we're just telling you this because we've looked it up. You haven't. Could you for a sec just listen to us? And right. these people are being completely... They're victims to serious, serious brainwashing. Serious programming. And it really just it's it's no shock to me because i can it's it's hard being in our position right because our position is we can see it but we can also see what they're doing to people so it's really difficult to 
understand where someone is coming from when they don't see what we see because we have different eyes and their immediate response is to be like well where are you a well they're not going to say this out loud but their thought process is going to be where are you getting this information from because i don't know it and why don't i know it like what's wrong with me why why am i unaware of this why why am i not important enough to know this information why is no one telling me this information that's their thought process and then the other one is like why why are you uh coming at me in this way um all i want to do is just live my life right so it's just this like you said earlier like it's paradox like they they want to know but they don't want to know and they've got the media and everybody have got these people in this position and it's perfect like literally if i was doing a psychological operation i would be jumping for joy right now because i would just be wow i have done an amazing job at fucking over these people um i want to show you something now gabe right like before we get on to israel Ooh. and palestine which is something that we're going to talk about there is a video that i want to show you for everybody listening there isn't an organic clip of this i can't get it so it's a clip of someone recording it on their tv so there's a little bit of humor in there as well but it's not the best and crisp most audio quality but we'll go ahead we're gonna i'm gonna play it now and it'll give us an idea we're back onto the subject of COVID again already surprise surprise i think we've actually done well to avoid it oh no we talked about vax passports ignore me it's only been like 10 minutes all right so i'm going to play the video and then we're going to talk about what's happening in the video previously they don't want it they, they don't have to and it's fine it's gonna be fine to view it's time it's to ditch unvaccinated friends are you taking the piss third dose so, what's wrong with next you I just think it quite frankly reeks of middle class snobbery. Oh, I'm having a dinner party, but I shan't invite the unvaccinated. I think that most people will be worried about clawing their businesses and mental health back from the depths of hell, not whether or not they're going to segregate someone else from a dinner party. And look, there are various reasons why one might not get the vaccine. But nonetheless, you are prote protected from serious illness or death. I mean, does the vaccine work or not? Does the immune system work or not? This is reflective of a worrying trend that we're seeing in our society, where people feel that they have the right to dictate um, over other people's personal choices. Tell him. You're psycho, man. <laughs> it's not caring, it's benevolent, it's psychotic, and it's controlling. It is benevolent, that's such a good word. I do have friends of mine who have had quadruple bypass, heart bypass, and their doctors have told them they've got to be careful, they get an infection, they could be in real trouble. Now, what if I invite that person over for dinner, right, in a middle class dinner, whatever you want to call it, I invite them out for dinner, but I also invite who's a pussy. Should I just allow that situation to just happen? And if my friend ends up getting infected, we don't know, we think it might have misread, then I'll just go, well, we'll see it, that was fine. As long at least I wasn't psychotic about it. I'm just trying to care. Isn't that one thing that we've learned in this pandemic? Is to be Shut your mouth, you tosser. There we go. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think it's caring. 
carrying though. I think it's control. I think I don't think it's carrying. I think it's controlling, and it seems to be the disguise of the greater good. Yeah, when she's at amazing. The end of the day, people make personal choices that are not necessarily any of your business. To be quite honest, if that person is vulnerable and they want to stay at home or they feel the need to self-isolate, or if they're vaccinated, right. then they are protected from coronavirus. This conversation is insane, and I think it's insane that we don't realise it's insane. No, we spent our whole year because the government are bollocks. Well, if we look at the data, there are some areas um, in England where the Indian variant is spreading rapidly, but there are some areas in the country where the Indian variant is not present at all. And you're talking about the Indian variant as if it's rampaging across the but country. I'm and we found in Cornwall, Gateshead, Westlock, the Midlands. Stand your ground, Dominic. Stand your ground. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, let's talk about the third wave. On, at the start of May, scientists on stage said that there would be a rise in coronavirus cases, but the third wave in summer would look more like a ripple, whereby there is a rise in cases, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there zero deaths today, by the way, in the UK. Yes, from COVID. Zero. Currently, there are 870 wow. people in January, there are Okay, so tonight I was sat in my kitchen and my dad walked past and out of nowhere he went, I think the Indian variant is the vaccination. And I was like, based? Like, where did you come from? I was like, that is a conspiracy theory we need to talk about. But yeah, how, insa how insane that we are now seeing it on our TV for all the normies to see. Okay, I shouldn't use the normies, but... Or everybody to see that we should ditch our friends if they're not vaccinated. <laughs> but you just like, I can't do this anymore. It, it's 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 horrible. It's like modern day segregation. Like, why is this okay? So we've got from the left, we've got we never want to segregate again. Segregation is disgusting. Segregation is discriminative segregation is horrible to oh yeah well if you if you're not vaccinated if you don't want to stick this experimental drug in your arm then you can stay away from me and it's funny because it's like hitting from the other side right Gabe like everybody's saying we don't want to be around vaccinated people either because of this whole shedding potential stuff um but yeah like it's on tv on morning tv in the uk that should we ditch your unvaccinated friends and the question is probably never a question that anybody wants to even is is even thinking about but this is programming this is brainwashing this is to cause division every single fucking time 
they put anything up like this it's to do this to people's minds this probably wouldn't even enter anyone's fucking head but because they knew say it oh okay maybe i need to think about that maybe i need to think about i mean him mentioning i've got a friend who has had a quadruple bypass did you ever not invite that person over for dinner before when they could have got any of the hundreds of thousands of infections that are around us because living is risky no one ever said living was was not without risk anyway it's just insane it's more brainwashing that we can see now like i know that you guys have that from the mainstream media in the the us but i just i can't believe that it's even coming out of their mouths i can't either and i don't have much to add i have a lot to add but you said it all so it'd just be redundant anything about it yeah yeah it's kind of crazy what people will believe and i still think part of it is because they want to live in their illusion i think that they like when you said having thoughts implanted in their heads mm -hmm. i don't know if they know how to think for themselves a lot of times they don't and they just want to yeah it's called pluralistic ignorance where everybody is just going along it's the same thing as bandwagoning i don't know if that's a phrase in the u.s or the uk mm -hmm. right it's like jumping on the bandwagon you, you don't want to be left out so you just join the group and you don't really think independently exactly it's too yeah no nobody can um, think like there was multiple people on um there was actually an opposite narrative on the tv yesterday um I think her name's Beverly Turner or something like that. I don't know who she is. I've not heard of her before, but I posted about her. And she basically told like all these millions of viewers that this was a trial and that people need to be wary of it. And she mentioned the, you know, the Doctors Worldwide Freedom Alliance with like Dolores Cahill and uh, all of the doctors all around the world who are doctors, not fake doctors, real doctors who want to actually speak the truth. She talked about that as well on tv and there was a if you look at the comments on her page it's going to be different on her page but it's like 90 percent amazing like everybody's backing her and there's just these few people who are like this person's talking rubbish you need to just listen to the experts and this is the thing even if you listen to the experts or listen listen to someone like her you should not take what those people are saying as gospel you should take what they're saying on board and then think for yourself and interpret the information in how you how you understand and see it and these people don't understand that they don't she's because the comments were like um i was having i wouldn't say a debate but the comments were like nobody should be uh, anybody who listens to this idiot has no brain well it's not about listening and taking in what she says and regurgitating it back like you do with the news. It's about listening to her and going, oh, is she right? Is she wrong? I don't really know. I don't really agree with her. Or do I agree with her? We don't have to agree with every. We, we know this. Like, this is common sense. But it just like astounds me that some people don't understand that this is common sense. Like You can think for yourself. You can make your own decisions. You can say no. And most people are like, Oh, but 
the expert said, no, it doesn't matter because there's so many different experts that are saying a multitude of different things. What fits you and your morals and your life, that's what's important. And don't let your life be dictated by other people. That's the, the crux of it, essentially. They can help you and guide you, but don't let them tell you what to do and just go, like you said earlier, jump off a cliff. Well, I think you also explained the essence of the psychological warfare that we're fighting right now in World War Three. Mm -hmm. Literally, World War Three isn't done with, I think it was the Germans, somebody said it's easier to brainwash or uh, convince a million people of something than it is to kill a million people. And that's kind of what we're facing right now. If we all stood up, I mean, this is classic, they don't have much power. So World War Three is being fought with social media and propaganda and paid enterprises. Well, they've got their own army, Gabe. Like, they, they, they've managed, like you said, to convince all of these people. They have their own army. And those people in that army don't even really know who they're fighting for. They're just... It's so... It's like... I can't even... I mean, I can't work it out, but it, when you think about it, it's just so crazily out there and insane and intricate and intrinsic and it's just like how do we work this out but yeah they don't even know that they're fighting for these these psychopaths and but they've but the psychopaths have um they've made this successfully made this army of people who and you've seen them walking up to have this drug put in their arm and they don't even know why and it's insane so yeah like they're NPCs yeah, yeah they, they've created a, a, a world of NPCs who don't question anything they, it's the perfect way they just go yeah. yeah and it's too bad I've noticed that a lot of businesses promote people who don't think for themselves because they're easier to control. And if you get somebody high up that's questioning what's going on, that's no good for the uh, curriculum, the agenda, whatever you want to call it. Personally, I've run into a lot of problems in my own field of work because I am calling them out on things and they don't like that, even though it's valid. They just don't want to think for themselves and they get mad when somebody else does. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's really weird how they react because it's I sometimes I don't even feel like they're reacting to the information that you're giving them, which is coming from a good the thing is they don't understand you're coming from a good place and they don't understand you're trying to help them. So that's the first thing. But it's not always the information that they're reacting to. It's like I said earlier, how do you know that and I don't? Like you know how if you're living in the ego, you'll see someone with a really fancy car and you'll be like, how do you have that car and I've got this shit car? Like, how unfair is life? It's the same, it's just a tiny watered down version of the same situation for the ego to deal with when the ego goes, how do you know that and I don't know? Like, what makes you better than me so that you know that? And it's like, well, I mean, I wasn't given that. I looked for it, you know? Um, 
they think that you've just been given the treasure but actually you've fucking gone out there and looked for it and you've done the work and they're like how did you how did you get that like it's just just fucking so frustrating but i think if we start to and i think we talk about more on the podcast about this and helping people there's so many people that are giving up trying to wake people up and there's a there's a trying to wake people up and there's also just not trying there's just doing the work and seeing who responds it's the difference i think if we talk more on the pod on, on our potties about how um these people are receiving the information their initial response how we can combat that in a, a much more subtle way um one of those things is like asking them questions and see what they think and if they become triggered there was this girl she's on the um end of the video that i made from the rally on saturday which i want to touch upon before we finish but she was on the megaphone and it came across quite abrasive but i loved it she was just like saying to these people who were obviously not people like me they were just trying to go along the day in london with the friends with the masks or whatever and she was like just you know don't hug your grandma ever again because even if she's been vaccinated because if if she's been vaccinated she can still catch it so so just just don't hug and like for me like i was like that's a really good way of doing it because it's pointing out how fucking stupid this is and maybe right. you'll think actually i heard that on the telly and she's saying that and it sounds stupid maybe this is stupid I don't know there's, there's different ways to kind of go at it and i think if we can talk about those different ways we might be able to help other people listening to kind of go forth and and help and reach other people but they can't all be reached <laughs> no fortunately and one of the highlights for me in what she just said to that woman that woman with the walking around with the face mask and she said don't hug your grandma again I think it comes down to free will and that's what's been infringed upon we're trying to be coursed into a certain narrative and a control structure when really we're all supposed to have free will to do whatever the hell we want aside from infringing on others right and I will say right now if I choose not to wear a mask that is not infringing on your right that is my choice if you want to buy an N95 if you don't want to go out in public, that's your choice. But if I don't want to ma wear a mask, you can't force me to, or you shouldn't be able to. Uh, this is, I can't believe it's gotten to where we are, but it's free will. It's human mm -hmm. rights. Um, just do not infringe on others' rights. And that, yes. the whole last year and a half, it's all been infringement upon human rights. Mm -hmm. Completely. God. So, and that's when, yeah, we'll go on. No, no, you finish, you finish, you go ahead. Well, that's why, not that I had faith in them in the first place, but this is why I think other people should start losing faith in organizations like the United Nations and the World Health Organization because and NATO, because they don't care about your human rights. They aren't there to support and protect you. They're there to control you and their governments. It's not for the people. I, I don't know how people don't see that, but... They've got to be getting close to realizing it, or they're just too stuck in their ways. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah, do you feel like we're getting to... I always say, like, I feel like we're getting to a point, but... I I do think that this 
um, day the 20, 21st of June, which is what the UK has set out as being like Freedom Day, which is just fucking insane. Like, what? Like, they should have never taken that in the fucking first place. But right. now they're backtracking and saying it might not happen. And I'm like, okay, finally, people need people are realizing that it might ha- that it might not happen. Are they gonna wake up at this point? I don't know. And like you say, yeah. are people getting to the point? Yes, I think they are. I think some people are never gonna get there, but I think that a lot of people are. Um, even ones that have you know gone and he- gone ahead and actually bought into all of this for the past year, I think. And the sad thing is, is that I don't think it's coming from a freedom sense. I think it's coming from, I just want to go back to the pub. Like, and and it's annoying because they gaslight us with that and say that we're walking around London because we want to go back to the pub and really we're walking around London because we know the implications of this control and where it it goes. Like, it's China's not a myth. Like, China and their social credit system is not a myth. It's in their concentration camps, they're not a myth. It's all real. It's very, very real. And like, well, it never mm. happened to little old me. Like, I, I watch TikTok all day and I have a really nice, cushy job. And I, I, no, I'd never end up in one of those things. It's just insane. Absolutely insane. But there is a question that I have for you. I think, Gabe, were you going to yeah. say something then? No. It, it would have been a rabbit hole. Just go on. <laughs> okay. So, there is a question. Well... There's something that I mentioned at the start that we would cover, which is talking about raising your vibration and what that means. So just really quickly, mm-hmm. before we talk yeah. about, just to finish up with the, the rally on Saturday in London and worldwide, how can we help our viewers and listeners and what, in terms of getting through everything that we've just discussed, which is obviously quite heavy and um, we see it every day on the TV. If it's not on the TV, our friends are talking about it. If friends aren't talking about it, it's it's on a TV show that's scripted. It's everywhere. Even on Instagram, it's just everywhere. How do we navigate our lives and get through that? And also, when we hear the term "raise your vibration" or "raising vibration," what what does that mean? Like, what's your interpretation of that? This might not, I, my, uh, okay, I'll just say what I have. Um, even though we live in dark times where we're on the border line of global control and communism, uh, not, not really on the border, but on the tipping point where the population is in control of what direction we're going to go in. So it's not necessarily dark times yet, but it's definitely a, war going on so i would say stay positive about being alive so if you see um any wildlife whatever you find joy doing or whoever you find joy being with keep that and make that the light and if you have anger about what is going on in the world be a warrior who fights for the light you you can have anger about things that are wrong with the world but don't misplace that anger and focus it where it's supposed to be. And also appreciate the things that are great with life. Even though there's a lot of shitty things right now, appreciate what you do have. Um, and yeah, j- just direct the energy you have to fight for a better future. And as far as rising, raising your vibration, appre- like realize that this planet 
the things that happen, the amount of species we have, the way it works, the ecosystem, the environment, it is so beautiful. I, I don't know, I've never been to another planet, but I imagine Earth is in its own way pretty special and unique. So don't look past that, don't ignore that. Even though it sucks and I hate how many resources we're using, I hate how, there's a lot of, the, not hate, but I have this gut feeling, this ache in my stomach, like, why are we doing this to this planet? We could be doing a lot better. But then there's the other side of, okay, I've realized that. How can I move forward and educate people on what's going on and how to fix that? So it's both love and anger at the same time, but I just need to focus my anger personally mm -hmm. um, and try educating others. That's the only way I see out of it. I don't know how well that was put, but um, yeah, that's, good. that's how I feel. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. I'm sure that'll help a lot of people. I mean, like, when we talk about raising vibration, I, I, for me, there's one thing that I want to say this week. I feel compelled to say it. Um, it's a reminder for so many people who might not really understand where I'm coming from, but there'll be so many people who are listening or some people that are listening who will understand where I'm coming from. And it's the, the same thing over and over again that we need to remember. Open heart, non-attachment whenever you feel obviously because we're so passionate it's so funny because we're so passionate but at the same time in order for you to be able to function every day and not completely pour out your cup and be able to keep your cup full you have to let things go in one ear and out the other you have to let things glide over you or even through you sometimes if it's if it's a very intense feeling it's got to come through you and it's got to, but you've got to release it. You have to let it go out through the fingertips, out through the toes, whatever, whatever feels best. Because if you let it sit and you let it sit in your heart or you let it sit in your belly or you let it even sit in your head and you get all pumped up and angry about it, that's never going to help you or anybody else around you. So what you've got to focus on is open heart, make sure that you're focusing on love not fear don't be fearful when you listen like i say to my mom all the time cause she's like i, I don't i want to watch this this <laughs> so there's a thing on on the tv tonight on channel four and um it's about us it's about us it's about us it's about anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists and the london match is going to be on there and it's on channel four tonight and i really want to watch it like i really want to watch it and i watch cnn mm -hmm. and i watch left-wing stuff because i'm like in one ear out the other take it on laugh at it like Last night, I posted a reel, and they were like, we just need a few more weeks, and I just could not stop laughing. Like, it was just so funny. And it pisses me off to my core. But it's like, if we can't laugh at it, we have nothing. Like, bring joy as much as possible. So there's this program going on, and she was like, I don't want to watch it. It's going to give me anxiety. And I was just right. like, don't attach yourself to it. Like, laugh at it but be passionate about it it's such a weird place to be but it's about centering yourself i'm rambling on now but could you explain what you mean to the audience by raising your vibration what does that actually mean you've given a lot of great examples of how to but what does that mean to raise your vibration so i guess like this is just my opinion but there's multiple things that you do every day when you wake up there's facets to your life there's how you eat 
how much you drink and stay hydrated, how you think, how you react to people, how much you love, how much you don't love, how much... There's so many things that happen during the day that affect how your day goes. So someone will say to you at the end of the day, maybe, they might not, but they might say, how did your day go? And you'll always pretty much have one answer. A, it was tiring. Okay. B, it was stressful. C, oh, it went okay. And I mean, there's all sorts of different things that you can say, but as you go through your day, are you thinking about how the day's going or is it just at the end of the day that you recognize what's happened during it? That makes sense. So I'll get there in the end, but as you're going through it, is there a chance that you can deviate and change the path of the, how the day's going? So if it is starting off stressful and you feel like you're angry or you feel like you're stressed out or there's things that you're hearing, there's friends are pissing you off, work colleagues are pissing you off. The, the other thing is that really it bugs me that I noticed earlier this week that I was to talk about is how everybody's always waiting for the weekend. They're like trying to rush the week along so that they can get to the weekend so that they can go and do whatever they do, see family, have fun, get drunk, whatever the hell. I don't know. Which lowers your vibration. It says me with a little bit of vodka. But, um... I haven't been drinking that much. Anyway, right, whatever, Ray, shut up. Back to the point. So as you're going through your week, like, why are you trying to rush your week along when every single moment and every single day and every single hour should be really, really important and have an impact on your life? And obviously you can't be super aware all the time because loads of people are like, live your life like every day is your last, right? If you did that, then you'd never get anything done like in terms of just life stuff so, so that doesn't make any sense that's never sat right with me however i mean maybe i could think of something now but maybe live your life like uh, i don't know you, you see where i'm coming from live your life like you're aware of it like you, you're you're in it like it's involved in you you're involved in it and every single moment that you're so that helps to raise your vibration what does that mean okay so your vibe your vibe so when you say when you meet someone you've got a good vibe or a bad vibe or whatever which is we feel that as we meet someone raising it is separate from from meeting someone with a good vibe or whatever but raising it means that you're doing these things to positively impact your life staying hydrated staying well nutritionally being making sure that you're moving because the body is designed to move and this isn't me doing this exercise ad your body is designed to move like over millennia we're supposed to move being outside in sunlight being with people that you love um and also one of the main things that i would recommend to do every day is remind yourself of how unique and special you are you are literally a divine creation and that's sometimes you can sit back and like take a breath this is sometimes what i do i don't do it every day like i'd be lying if i did but i'd be like thinking about all the little reactions that are happening in my body right now from the breath i take that's automatic from all my little i just think about my little red blood cells just moving around i feel like well, let's not, not talk about what the vaccine is doing to people let's not go there um to my sight, me being able to see Gabriel, being able to talk to you so openly, being able to hear, like, and, and just live. And that goes back to what you said, Gib, like, thinking about being thankful of being alive 
in this plane. And one more thing before I finish, one more thing whilst this speech is going. So many people are so concerned about 5D right now and ascending and coming away from 3D. You have to remember that we came here to experience 3D. Touch, sight, sound, feel, all of that kind of stuff is so, so important and don't lose sight of how beautiful that is. Okay, speech over. I'll, I'll hand it back to you because we do need to wrap this up. No, well, yes, we do. But that was a... That was a really good monologue. And some... That was a really good... Thank you. Oh, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Give me a sec. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Wow. I don't actually have a response to that, but I am going to talk about raising their vibration briefly. Because in my first one, I didn't really do that. Um, yeah, like, what's your interpretation? Really... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, raising that vibration. Um, everybody has a sphere of emotion and influence. So if somebody is in a group of, um, let's say, entrepreneurs, they're going to find people that are trying to make social connections, and that naturally happens. Or if you, you're a musician, you're going to naturally start to find people in that field. If you're a hateful person, you're probably going to find a group of a lower, what I consider a lower vibration group of hate, and you build up. And it's the same thing with the chakras. The lower chakra is survival and reproduction, and then it goes to um, eating and, and diet and then food, emotion, heart chakra, which is love, and then from love is throat, speaking about it. So each of these chakras are different vibrations, and I, when you say, when, I, when anybody says raising your vibration, it is the plane you want to exist in and the plane you are existing in currently and how to get there. And either you'll meet people who are also on the same trajectory or you'll meet people who are already there that help get you to that next vibration of love or sharing information or questioning the universe. Uh, the same way me and you met uh, and the same way you've been connected to a lot of the community online. So everybody has and that's part of choice too. So vibration is part of the free will that we have on earth. Uh, if you want to give yourself a shitty life, you do have that free will too. Mm -hmm. Like that is their choice. But they also have the choice to get out of it. And maybe they'll have guides that show up as people and friends. And uh, maybe they follow those guides. Maybe they don't. But that's up to them. And raising the vibration is about what you want to do for the world uh, or yourself because I do believe it's a spiritual and conscious evolution too so when you talk about 5D yeah we live in 3D but you can evolve past 3D like somebody who's a really crappy person and when we they pass away or somebody who's a really brilliant person and they pass away I don't think they are, they're going to evolve into the same dimensional vibration. They're going to be at a lower vibration. The person who tried really hard and did really good things and cared about people 
and had a life of love, they're probably going to be living at another level of vibration. Ah, man. This is the point of the podcast where I don't know how many people are going to understand what we're talking about. No, it's it's amazing. It was a really well well way of putting it. I think we have like both different angles, but like I completely like resonate with everything that you just said. So, no, that's that's just what we want to hear. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, thank you for that, Gib. So, final notes from mm-hmm. both of us. Work out eat healthy, love your neighbor, be kind, don't let bad things weigh you down, and love life. Find the brilliant things in life. And also fight for freedom. That's another thing. Fight for the people who can't fight for themselves. Don't expect people to do it for you. You have to stand up and do it yourself. Like, there's so many people that just think, oh, somebody else will do it for me. But... This is a whole other podcast, but there's one thing that I want to add to that is forgiveness because, yeah, that's one of the biggest things that helped me heal and even awaken is that forgiving people who have really hurt you or really, you know, even it's because they can't help themselves. It's because they're in a, a situation in their life where they're not fully... Well, they're at a low vibration, so them hurting you is going to... And it can, like, I know people that sit with that for years and years and years of resentment. It's only going to hurt you. So forgiveness is key. Even if people don't really need much forgiveness, forgiveness is just one of the biggest things that you can do. Which is one of, like, you know, in terms of God's teachings, is one of the biggest things as well. It sounds very simple as well, but it's... The thing is, it is. <laughs> Forgiving people is very, very simple, but it's very hard to, just like someone who wants to listen to what we have to say, like, it's very hard to sit there with it and be like, I am going to do this. And then I can't tell you how much it's helped heal me, forgiving people um, who've hurt me. It's, it's helped me more than anything. Like, telling them to the face that I forgive them for what they've done. It's just made a massive impact. Anyway, that's another podcast, I think, because that's one of one of my many life stories that I could go into. Um, the We're going to finish on one more positive thing, which was Saturday, um, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. You saw all of the videos since... Well, I got... Finally, guys, I got Gabe on Telegram... It's like, oh, it's information overload. I was sending him all these channels and I was just like, look at all this stuff and sending him all like videos from Australia, Canada, Switzerland. Um, there is one thing that I want to know though, and people can put this in the comments or message me, but are there any protests in the US that are happening that you know of, that you've seen, heard? And obviously you, you're huge, so it's different to us in London. But I feel like, and everyone's like, well, you know, Texas is reopened, Florida's reopened. Isn't California supposed to be reopening soon as well? Like, not... Or is it, have I made that up? I think I've might have made that up. No, you might be right, but that's just because he's trying to be recalled. That's a whole other thing. I... Fuck California. Fuck California. <laughs> but, um... No, uh, no protest rallies that I've heard of yet. 
no protests either. Um, the only protests are the peaceful rioters. Right. Okay. Well, do you know what would be really cool? It's all of the people who turned up to London on Saturday just walking into Chaz and just destroying it. Yeah. Or any of the other zones that are Antifa, Antifa are currently in. But yeah, um, so what people might not know, because I've had a lot of comments and stuff to be like, where is this at? London on Saturday that's just gone, so today is Tuesday the 1st? Tuesday the 1st? Yes. Sorry guys, I should have done that at the start of the podcast, but this is how bad I am. Um, <laughs> it was the the biggest the biggest protest we've ever seen like i've ever seen in my life there's been many there's been like brexit um obviously blm etc etc but this was just huge and not only was it huge it was so peaceful and so like there were just people coming over to me and this is the thing me and my me and lisa people just come to us to just talk it's 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 so nice it's they will just come they're just drawn to us and they'll just have this conversation and tell us a story and it's i'm very blessed i'm very blessed to be able to um hear their stories and i've been having this like idea of taking my i've got to hold my sign you guys have seen my sign like it's it's really hard to hold that fucking sign but I also bought this little gadget to hold my phone and I could barely do it. But I really want to go to these protests and I want to interview people and get it up on here. So, um, as we were going round and whatnot, I was like, this is a perfect time to interview people because they just they just tell us the story. Like, where, you know, the guy just came over and said, this is a spiritual war. You're right, you know, you're right, girls. Like, and they just had this full-blown conversation with us and it's just it's just a beautiful time like and the fact i never thought that i would see that in the uk so this is a positive note to end on it's that people in the uk and you might think yeah maybe there's about one million people protesting that's just the ones that will travel because it took me four hours to go down there eight uh seven hours to walk and then four hours to drive back that's a big commitment to do and also obviously people want to go on the train as well so there are a lot of people that aren't even at the point where they can go actually down to a rally but the resistance is there and i feel like we're not the minority anymore especially if you look at all the silent majority as well um things are changing rapidly and it's a very it's very moving and very beautiful to be a part of as well i'm very glad that i've got involved with on the ground protests because i've always felt like i'm just an online girl um and if i can connect with people uh, down south that's that's incredible and obviously there was a lot of people that went from all over the country so yeah it's beautiful and uh australia and canada are holding it down like wow did you see that there was one COVID death and then like 200 and 218 vaccine deaths in Australia? Yeah, I think I should have sent you that, Gabe. But yeah, how insane is that? One COVID death, because obviously we've had these, these insane lockdowns and 218 vaccine deaths. How can anyone 
defend that. I, or even defend inject, injecting the children. I just, I, ca I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. Another podcast pause for another the, time. Pause <laughs> hold up, hold up. Pause oh, yeah. the ending. Sorry. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Um. All around the world, the most beautiful thing is people uniting through conflict and uh, government overreach. It could have gone two different ways, and right now it looks like we're winning as we in the people all around the world and not just the coolest part is it's not one country it's multiple countries coming together i was talking guy from australia the other day a guy from canada the other day uh all of these people are standing up and it's really we the people now not as a single country but as a humanity yeah yeah i totally agree it backfired on them it really has been. I mean, they tried their trump card, ironically, uh, and it didn't work. It backfired because it wasn't... It united people more than it divided... Well, it divided people quite a bit, but it also united more than would have been united otherwise. Yeah, that's made me emotional. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me cry mm -hmm. on my first, my first podcast. <laughs> That'd actually be a brilliant ending. Um, <laughs> but lo looking to the future, we're going to continue this fight. And we already see them weakening at the knees. We see them breaking down. Like, they, they have given up on most vaccine passports. The propaganda is already starting to talk about where the virus actually came from, which I do think is disinformation to pretend that it wasn't all for control and all made of hoax. But um, I think that it's all being cracked down on. And the people are, they know people are in the win. And I, I also think they know all of the numbers they're giving people, I don't think are real. And I think the media or whoever's controlling the media know the real stats and that most of the population is not up for this bullshit. So... I think we're on the winning side. Yeah, I mean... Actually, the, I don't even think that. Like, that's unquestionable to me. If the, if the amount of people that the media had said, just to finish up, but the, if the amount of people that the media had said have had this vaccination, they would not be so desperate to make you have it. To, you know, because they are desperate. It's everywhere. It's... Uh, my parents have been called multiple times. My mum only got a call the other day. Um... I'm probably going to get a letter soon. It's desperation. If people were having this and uptaking it like they say that they are, and you know, all the we've seen cues and stuff, but that's what by the by. Um, if it was legit and these numbers were real, they would not need to be so desperate with offering us these fries and donuts and oh, you know, all this. I don't need to. Re I don't need to go it's over so all that bullshit. <laughs> They're offering free lap dances in Las Vegas. Did you know that? No. Yeah. No, they really are. Yeah, that's how crazy it is. Okay, let's find a good... How do we end this officially? Because we're so bad at this. No, that was a good... I think that was good. I feel like we got a really positive ending there for everybody to listen to. And I got emotional, I so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was good. We can, we can we can go with that for our first video one. We I think people are gonna 
be okay with us, us finishing on that one. I don't have any more notes, so that's it. We can <laughs> we can just go with the outro now, which is that. I thought that was the outro. <laughs> well, no, I just want to touch upon where people can find us again because I did it in the start, but. Um, oh sure, something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be uploaded to YouTube, and Rumble, and Bitchute, and for the audio, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and some other stuff. Uh, guys, I'm really sorry, but I just cannot get Apple to work. Probably because it's trash. For anybody who with it with an iPhone, don't be offended, but. I mean, I have a Chinese phone, so I can't really talk. But Apple just does not... Yeah, I've got Huawei. Huawei. I can't even show you because it's my camera. I can use it as my webcam, though. So that's pretty cool. I'm uh, horrified. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've got a Chinese phone. I, I've just been hanging. <laughs> Fuck. I can't, I can't get Apple to work. So you can find us on Spotify. You don't have to pay for any of it. Um, Instagram. Qtads underscore FM but I also want to mention because I'm trying to get professional at this which is quite hard considering it's me um steak for breakfast podcast and Ron and the boys Nick and Noah I need you to go watch what it's not watch you can't watch them because you know they're just audio they're not as cool as us with this new this new setup give um just kidding they're amazing. You should go and listen to every Tuesday. They upload a, a new podcast with guests, amazing guests, and they bring the news. The real like stop the steal and all to do with the actual news in terms of like the audits, the forensic audits, which we didn't even touch upon because I don't really want to mention the seventeenth letter of the alphabet in this particular podcast because it's going on YouTube. But. ABC. If you wanna, oh yeah, Q. Oh, ch <laughs> if you wanna go listen to stuff about the seventeenth letter of the alphabet, only a little bit, and all that kind of stuff, check out Steak for Breakfast podcast. They are actually shadow banned on IG. I've noticed, but they have a backup that comes up. But you can find them on Spotify. I uh, love them. They've inspired me so much. Um, also. Another podcast, La La Beams. Gabe, have you heard of La La Beams? I messaged her. I went on her live the other day, randomly. How how gorgeous is her hair? Like, literally. Um, have you seen... Well, you saw her in the live. It's, like, long and black and really thick. It's much thicker than mine, but... she's. It was, like, 2 a.m. She was laying in bed. I didn't really see that. You need to see one when she's, like, fully, fully got her beautiful okay. hair out. But, yeah, La La as well awesome podcast um i'm just the, just to finish like this is just the most humblest podcast in the world i i, I want to get more guests on if you want to come and talk to me and gabe is pretty much a co-host now and i'm so thankful that you share your time with me and and this podcast is amazing everybody loves you as well so that's also good so next episode is going to be The Ronin Ratio. Ron from Steak for Breakfast podcast is going to come on and talk to me. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, I'm sure that 
Oh, look, is do you know how tired he is? He's so tired. Look at his legs. <laughs> he's like This is why people need to be watching the video so they can see how adorable he is. He's so Zillion! Zill! Come here! Oh look at him. He's <laughs> like, I hear you, but Come here, baby! <laughs> Come here! Oh he's so stiff. He's like, I'll bring you look, he's bringing a monkey over. Oh, okay, oh that my was gosh. cute. Okay. I'm glad you did that okay. for the outro. Alright, so yeah, the next episode is gonna be me and Ron. Um, and I also have them coming up with Mal, Mallory. Oh, no. I don't like deal with the security kitty. Is this Athena? This is Athena. Oh, I just can't. We got cats and dogs over at this podcast. Everybody's going to come and watch this just for the cats and dogs. Oh, they're so beautiful. She's so beautiful. They both are, though. Um, okay, <laughs> back to the point. Okay. Um, Mallory is coming on to talk to me because she has some a very important information to do with shedding and the effect that it's had on her in terms of um, menstrual cycle, etc. So, mm, we've got something to talk about there for sure. Um, thank you so much for listening and thank you for tuning in. We love you so much. And Gabe will be back, no doubt, again. And so we're going to finish with a cheers from 4,000 miles away. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And hopefully we'll see you next time.